Welcome back to another episode of the Draw Control Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Junior on the Duke women's lacrosse team, Carly Bernstein. Um, in her career, Carly has made the ACC academic honor roll. Last season, Carly scored 20 goals and had 15 assists for 45 points. And before Duke, she was named first team all-conference, second team all-state, named a 2021 All-American by USA Lacrosse, and in 2020, Bernstein earned all-tournament team honors at the Under Armour National Championship game. Uh, Carly also holds her high school record for goals, assists, and points as well. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Carly, and how's everything going? Uh, it's been good. It's been great weather down here. It's like 85 degrees out, so nothing really to complain about. Well, we wish we had some of that weather up here. It's very <laughs> cold and muggy uh, right now where I'm recording. So, um, But overall, how has your fall semester been going for yourself, both on and off the field? Um, it's been good. Um, it's been pretty crazy with school um, and lacrosse, but it's gone by so fast. Like I can't believe fall ball's already over. Um, but it's been awesome though. And obviously in regards to training, what was sort of your fall and off season like? And what are some of the things you've been doing to sort of get ready for the upcoming season? Yeah, so we just finished our last uh fall ball weekend. We had like a big Duke invitational which was awesome. Um, we played it like tournament style and we had like a trophy at the end, which is pretty cool. We ended up winning, um, but we've been having, we have practice like, um, like every week, uh, every day. We have off sometimes Wednesdays, we have off Sundays, but we've been really just trying to get uh, the chemistry going with uh, the new freshmen on the team transfers, um, but we're, we're looking good and I'm excited. Now, being a junior this season, how is your mindset different compared to your last two years since you're an upperclassman now? Uh, yeah, so I kind of, I have a little bit more of like higher expectations for myself. Um, I kind of know like, I know what to expect really. Um, and I'm kind of just going into it like there's really nothing to lose and just want to play my best and be there for like my teammates and everyone. Now, obviously, like you mentioned, uh, your fall ball season came to a close last weekend. So um, how would you evaluate your team's fall ball performance and how have the new freshmen and some of the transfers sort of meshed in uh, to your team this year? Yeah, um, we like talked about fall ball is all about like getting better each week. And I really think that each weekend that we had games, we were just improving as a team and everyone individually. So it was really awesome to see it kind of come to a close on Saturday with like a big win. Um, but all the freshmen have been doing amazing, getting used to like the lacrosse and the speed and they've been doing awesome. Uh, and the transfers have just been an awesome addition, being able to have like some of like those upperclassmen having their perspectives from different teams has been really cool. Now, what are your team's goals and expectations uh, for next season? Yeah, so I think we, we want to be like a really disciplined team and we want to big uh, team that kind of everyone's afraid to play and we kind of we have really nothing to lose so we kind of have to like prove ourselves and like get to prove each step we take and we're really excited is there anything and you obviously want... We want to win we obviously want to win a ACC and a national championship oh for sure that's, I feel like that's <laughs> that's not your goal at the start of the season then what's the yeah. point of playing a season in, uh, at all so now, exactly. individually, um, what are some things that you also want to accomplish uh, this season? 
Um, I think I really want to just stay consistent and like the whole season and to myself and uh, improving each game, getting better, um, being able to like, keep balancing like my goals and assists and also um, just making sure like everyone on the team is honestly having a great time because when season comes around like and we're in the thick of it, it gets like it gets hard. So just making sure everyone's like just still having fun and, and like engaged in, into the team. Now let's transition and talk about the beginning of your lacrosse career and sort of work all the way up to where you are today. Uh, so from the research I did on yourself, it says that you're from Short Hills, New Jersey. Uh, so talk about growing up there and how did you start playing lacrosse? Yeah, so um, I love growing up in New Jersey and I actually started playing lacrosse in around third grade, I think it was. And my dad actually played uh, at Albany. He played lacrosse, so he kind of wanted me to just see if I liked it. Like, you know, as a kid, you play all these different sports and stuff just to try. Um, and I actually hated it my first year and I didn't want to go back and play it again. But he was like, just try it. Like, you can't just give it like one go and just say you don't like it. So I ended up uh, going back to it and I ended up like falling, falling in love with lacrosse. Um, but at that point, I still thought I was like, oh, I'm playing soccer in college. Like, you know, every, every kid is like, I'm playing soccer in college. I'm going to do that. So I never really thought of like lacrosse being that. Um, and then when I got around like sixth grade, seventh grade, I kind of started to like fall in love with lacrosse and knew like that was what I wanted to do in college. Well, shout out to your dad for keeping you, making you stick with it because obviously it's worked out yeah. pretty well for you. Yeah. Now growing up, uh, who was your favorite lacrosse player and did you have a team that you liked to watch? Yeah, um, I loved watching Kayla Turner in Syracuse. I thought it was like so cool how like the style of play and she, she just made it look so easy. Um, and my two best friends, their uh, dad went to Syracuse and was like a huge Syracuse lacrosse fan. So we were always go to like their games and stuff. Is it weird having a different perspective on that team now being one of their biggest rivals? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still pretty cool. Um, I think it's cool being able to play against any ACC team like the competition is crazy. Like there's not one team in the ACC that's not good. Like it's going to be like competitive, fast playing, aggressive, like, and I think that's just, that's been uh, like one of the biggest like changes that like I came to when I came as a freshman. Um, but there's no bad blood with Syracuse. They're still an awesome team to watch. I think it's so fun to see them play. Now, before college, you, you played for your high school in Melbourne. Uh, so talk about your high school lacrosse experience and sort of what did you uh, take away from that? Uh, yeah, so um, high school lacrosse, it was honestly, it was so fun. So my two best friends, one of them goes to Maryland and the other one uh, goes to Penn State and they both play lacrosse there. So we kind of were all playing on the same like high school team. So it was really fun to kind of like uh, play with them like for basically my whole life and being able to play in like high school and being able to like, we never won at Melbourne, like really like a state championship or anything, but we won like uh, our biggest rivalry game, which was like one of the best memories that we've ever had. And Melbourne was just like an awesome place to just like be able to like grow and develop myself as a player and work on myself. Um, yeah. Now, do you have like a favorite memory from your high school lacrosse days? Cause Obviously, you guys didn't <laughs> win a state championship, like you mentioned, yeah. but you had a lot of cool individual uh, things that you got to do when you were there, it seems like, based on 
uh, just the research and the intro that I did. Uh, yeah. One of them would probably be like beating our high school rivals um, and winning. We do like a trophy with them and the winner gets the trophy. And then I think my other one would be like getting my um, 100th career assist because honestly, like I love feeding the ball and watching like seeing other people score. Um, it's something like I love like to see. So I think that was like something that was really awesome. Is it cool to sort of hold that um, goals and assist record for your high school? Do you ever really think about that? Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's pretty cool, but it's also like it's not like we were playing at Long Island where everyone at the school like was going D one somewhere. It was kind of just um, like three of us, but it was still like it was like an awesome accomplishment that like I honestly wouldn't have been able to do with like my entire team and like my coaches. Now, how do you think your pre-college lacrosse experience sort of helped prepare you for Duke? Um, obviously, you played on some club teams in your high school. How do you think that experience sort of uh, made you the player you are today? Yeah, I think um, my club experience really helped me a lot, um, like develop myself into like the player I am now because um, I actually like used to play midfield in high school. And then club, I would only play lacrosse. They're like It was really awesome to be able to play like kind of two positions, even though like, I knew going into college I was going to play attack. Um, just being able to have like a perspective of both sides of the ball um, and really like being able to be a part of a team. Uh, and like club is like much faster than it is like at high school. So that was like really helped um, me prepare for college. You also played soccer in high school as well. Like you mentioned, how do you think playing that sport helped prepare you for lacrosse? Because I feel like playing another sport sort of, there's some things that you can do in one sport that I think translate to another. And that's why I think it's important for athletes to play multiple sports in high school, not just because of burnout reasons, but uh, for it could also help you in the sport that you want to play if you're trying to get into college. Yeah, I love soccer. Like, that was and playing in high school was like I miss it so much um and it really helped with like kind of the physicality and like honestly the conditioning like but it's like people who play soccer in college like we would be running all the time <laughs> it was a lot so I really think that helped and the physicality part too like I loved being like getting that jump ball in the air and like I played midfield also for soccer so I really think um that helped too Who's your favorite soccer player or team? Do you watch it or is it something that you only play? No, I don't really watch uh, soccer that much. It was really something that I just played. All right. All right. I was just curious about that. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing I did want to ask you was um, the Under Armour National Championship. Uh, what was that like being a part of that thing? Because I know a lot of other D1 commits get to do that and it looks pretty fun. Yeah. So that was actually the... Um, first year that I, I was actually able to do it because um, it's actually really funny. Like I went to sleepaway camp uh, for like seven weeks during the summer. So I wasn't really like allowed to leave camp a lot to go to like camps or do like these big tournaments. So everything that I did for recruiting would either be, would have to be in like all of June or like maybe one weekend in July I would get to leave for. And then like the rest of it would be like the fall and stuff. Um, so it was really awesome to be able to play with like people from all over um, New Jersey. And like I've been able to meet so many different girls that way. And like, it's just such a small like lacrosse community in New Jersey. And it was really cool to be able to um, play with them and travel with them. And we, um, 
we won like I think our regional it was and then um yeah so talk about your recruiting process with Duke and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at yeah so um I knew I, I didn't want to go like a like a huge like big 10 school it was definitely like um like on my mind but I really knew like in the back of my head that wasn't really something that I wanted to do like it's really cool too because the classes like range I'm uh, I'm in a class now with there's 40 people in one class and then there's 15 people in one of my other classes so, and then they have 300 people like lectures so it's really cool to have like that balance whereas if I went to a bigger school I would be in a class with like 300 people or even more and I wouldn't really get to like have like that one-on-one -on -one, like being able to like really understand and learn um and also so it was like that side of that Duke had and it also like the um the people on the team like the girls on the team really just made it seem like like they're like one big family and it's like the second I came onto campus it was so beautiful and I was like like interacting with the girls and having them take me around campus I like knew like this is where I wanted to go now, what was sort of like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college lacrosse from your perspective? Um, I think uh, probably the speed of play is crazy and like you kind of have to pick stuff up pretty quickly. Like we're not like we're not going to keep going over the same concepts like every single day. Like if you don't get it, you have to like work on it yourself or like go outside of like the practice time to meet with coaches or like some of the upperclassmen. Um, and honestly, um, I think also I knew how to kind of balance my schoolwork and academic work, um, but I really think it didn't really hit me until like the, like a couple of weeks I got in here. I was like, well, like, do I actually have to do like this 30 page reading right now? Like that's due in two days. So I kind of like had to adjust like the classes and stuff too. Now you touched on this before, but I want to sort of get you to elaborate more on your answer is what's it like sort of playing in the ACC and just the competition that you face each game? Because I would argue it's the deepest conference in women's lacrosse. You got teams like yourself, Boston College, Syracuse, uh, North Carolina, just to name a few. And it just must be cool to play, have every conference game that you play sort of mean something, whether it's in the RPI or uh, tournament standings as well. Yeah, um, I mean, playing in the ACC is, like, so cool. Like, being able to play against, like, some of the best teams in the country, like, it's, like, a very physical game. Um, it's, like, chippy. It's loud. Um, it's the speed of play is so fast, and it doesn't even – it doesn't matter, like, what team you're playing. Like, it's going to be aggressive, and it's whoever shows up that day, like, ready to win and, and like, wants it more is going to win. And I think that's like something that's really cool about the like the ACC is that like every team you're going to play like is gonna be a hard game. Like there's not one game that you can think walking into it like it's gonna be an easy win because it's just not. Now let's talk about your freshman year. So during your freshman year, your team made it all the way to the NCAA tournament and beat John Hopkins uh, before losing to Maryland. Uh, what did you take away from that season, specifically your NCAA tournament experience, and how do you think it's helped you out uh, during your sophomore and now your junior year with Duke? Yeah, so I think it was really cool to see um, our team kind of make it that far. Um, and then we like being able to see like the see how seeing the expectations that we had for ourselves, like in the following years, like we know we can do this and we know we can make it this far. And we kind of 
took away from like that loss against Maryland is that like it was a long weekend and we kind of like have to like we had a really hard game on Friday and then going on Sunday having to play another hard game it's like you kind of like we have to be like a little more like awake and like more like mentally tough like it's it's a lot like playing in those like NCAA games um and I mean we had a lot of high expectations for last year and seeing that we could go that far and then kind of not really doing that last year I think like we know now like our team has done it before like we can do it again kind of like mentality yeah how do you sort of evaluate your team's performance from this past season from your perspective um because obviously there's probably some positives to take away from it but from sort of a program standpoint it must have been sort of disappointing not to go um sort of as far as you guys did yeah i mean i i can't even explain how like many bizarre things happened to us like during the season we had like three or four buses break down um we had we were taking like a, a plane to louisville and like we were about to like touch down and land and then all of a sudden we had to like go right back up into the air um i mean we just learned that like there's gonna be like hardships and like we're gonna go through like a lot of tough things um but we have to be able to like persevere but i think we really took um, this past season um, as like a learning point and just like being able to see that we can learn from everything. Um, and I think we kind of needed that to know that kind of like as a wake up call and like knowing like that's never going to happen again. Um, and like, we're just going to only be able to go out from here. And I think that's what like is really exciting about this coming season. Like we're like a new team graduated a lot of people, like we, we all want it. And like ev everyone is committed. Like I think it was the past like month before practices like we start practice at eight o'clock there'd be like almost everyone on the team would be out on the field by like seven thirty, shooting before and like passing and playing wall ball like before practice and then staying after too so it just shows how much everyone wants it this year now what would you say is like the biggest improvement you've made to your game because from an individual standpoint you you had more playing time as a sophomore and obviously the stats uh, show just sort of the big improvement that you made to your game and became one of Duke's sort of go-to players on attack. Yeah, I think um, I think one of my biggest improvements I had was kind of like my confidence. Um, like I really know, like, and I believe, like I really only really need to believe in myself and like then I know like I can play well. And I think it, it's always tough for a year. Like there's, we had so many fifth-year seniors that like have already played for a while, like, it's hard to play as a freshman. So I kind of use that year to really like learn and be able to like learn like about myself and like being able to develop like my cross IQ and like um, if it's like my feeding and dodging and being able to learn like different parts of and like of the attack. And I really took that into like the fall of my sophomore year and like really use that and like really like leaned on my own confidence in myself to like play well. Um, and I think that's probably one of like the biggest like improvements I've made. Now, what's been your favorite moment from your collegiate career so far? Um, I think it would probably have to be uh, my freshman year when we beat uh, BC um, on senior night. Uh, that was like one of like the coolest experiences ever. Like even though like I didn't play, being able to like be on the sideline cheering and seeing like how happy everyone was and it's like 
it's an ACC game on our senior night. It was also like alumni weekend. So we had like a ton of people there. It was just a, like a crazy atmosphere. And it like literally came down to like the last minute and a half. It was like one of the best games I've ever experienced. And it was just like so awesome. So let's now transition to a segment I have to call five questions that have nothing to do with sports. And the goal of the segment is to hopefully get to know you a little bit more off the field. Uh, so first one is if there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself and why? Um, Probably Jennifer Aniston, because um, I think she's hilarious. And I watch like almost every movie that she's in. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the TV show Friends, so that's a good pick. I know. Yeah. That's like one of my best, like favorite shows ever. It's really sad that um, Matthew Perry just died. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was definitely unexpected <laughs> for sure. So yeah, um, uh, definitely. I will say, though, I started watching some more episodes again because I didn't really watch a lot of it in the last few years. But yeah, it's really sad. He seemed like a nice guy. And it seems like the, the cast really liked him a lot as well. Yeah. Now, Halloween is tomorrow at the time of this recording. So what is your favorite trick-or-treat candy? My favorite trick-or-treat candy, I got to say this is peanut butter cups, which is actually really funny because my mom has a severe nut allergy. So I like grew up like not eating peanut butter until I was like 14. Um, so I think um, that's like it's my favorite candy. So yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Yeah, I would say this might be a little bit of a controversial answer, but I like Skittles a lot. I think those those were always fun to to get in your bag um, each Halloween. Now, speaking of Halloween, uh, what is the most underrated holiday and what is the most uh, overrated holiday in your opinion? I think probably the most uh, overrated, um, I want to say, Maybe, okay, the most underrated holiday I want to say is um, the, I want to say New Year's, um, New Year's Eve or like New Year's uh, because some people are just like, oh yeah, it's like a new year or whatever, but I kind of really think it's like like a reset like on yourself to kind of start like fresh. You'd be able to kind of have like a mental restart. Um, I think it's really cool. and. Yeah. The most overrated, I want to say, I want to say Halloween. It might be like, it's really fun to dress up, but it's also just like, we're just like, yeah, I don't know. It's still fun to dress up though. I get what you mean. It's as a kid, yeah. once you're when's a kid, it's fun. But like once you, as a kid, uh, get, yeah. once you get older, it's like the best parts about Halloween. You can't really do anymore. Yeah. So I'm totally like with I'm you in college. That. Yeah. I'm in college. Like I can't go tomorrow. Like dress up and go trick-or-treating yeah. i have class and practice no i'm totally with you you <laughs> can just say that you're a lacrosse player though so you can sort of shoot that in a little bit i would say yeah. for me underrated is probably thanksgiving just because it sort of gets overshadowed by christmas and halloween true. and i feel like it's it's a very fun holiday with not a lot of pressure just because with christmas you have to like think about getting people gifts but um thanksgiving it's you show up and have a good time and uh, overrated, I'll probably say maybe um, I'll go with a different answer than you because I probably do think it's Halloween. I would say probably Valentine's Day, not because like yeah. I don't like the holiday. It's just more <laughs> like I feel like it's kind of a scam. Like they just create this uh, yeah. space to force people to get, you know, cards for people when you should exactly. be doing that, I guess, 
uh, more than just on anniversaries and stuff like that. So I think it seems like a, I, agree. It's, I feel like it's trying to take people's money. So that's probably why I'm <laughs> not a fan of that one. Yeah. Now, one more non-lacrosse question is you have the best style off the field on the Duke women's lacrosse team, but besides yourself, who would you say has the best off the field style? Um, I want to say Riley Trainer on our team. He knows how to dress. Yeah. We're, we're getting back to some lacrosse questions now. What should we done to help grow women's lacrosse from your perspective? Um, I think just being able to get um, I think well, I think getting it into the Olympics is really cool. Um, and I think that'll really grow the game. Um, but I think just getting maybe kids getting kids exposed to it a little earlier, like being able to see like how like cool of a sport it is. Like you like we're running around with a stick in our hand. Like not a lot of people can catch and throw with like with a lacrosse stick. It's pretty it's much harder than we think. So I think that would be cool. What advice do you have for those younger players on what it takes to be a college player like yourself? Um I think like one of the biggest things that like I want to thank my mom for the most is so I, since I did go to like sleepaway camp and I wasn't I wasn't able to go to a lot of these like camps and stuff and I would always be like so mad at her I'm like but this person's going to it like I'm not going to get recruited if I don't go to it like you don't like you don't need to go to every single like camp and every single like tournament like that is to exist because hearing some, like what some of the kids are doing now like they're playing like at a tournament every single week and going to camps during the week and it just seems like exhausting and like you don't want to like burn burn yourself out before you even get to college um and I think I didn't realize that like until and my, but my mom did until like I got to college I'm like you can still get recruited and be able to go to your dream school without going to a hundred different camps and tournaments so I think like you need to like be able to have fun too like it's the summer like go to the beach, like spend time with your friends, go on vacation. Like you get, you're going to be able to play lacrosse for four years when you get to school, like take the time now to like enjoy yourself and be a kid. Like that's like the biggest thing that I would like tell kids now. I feel like that's not just in lacrosse. I feel like that's pretty much every sport down the board. So I think that's good advice just in general for a lot of younger people. So, uh, well, we have to wrap things up here, but do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to any of your family members and teammates and who should we have on the podcast next? Um, well, obviously going to shout out my whole team. Uh, Cause it's been, they've been awesome this whole year. Um, and I'm so excited for this season. And I think you should have next on the podcast, uh, Maddie Shear. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely reach cool. out and uh, see what yeah. happens. But Carly, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, for taking time out of your day and coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I think you're a great player, but an even better person. So I just want to let you know that and um, excited for other people to listen to this, but it was a great conversation and I really appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but the best as well as your team uh, for next season. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you.